Dave. You big kind of bastard! Where'd you get your treat? Jesus Christ! One gamba two. This is the Dave Duke Podcast. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's back to reality we go. How are things with you? It's Dave Juke Podcast episode 13. You're very welcome. What a week I have had since we spoke last. I haven't shut up about it, and now it's time to conclude me not shutting up about C-Sessions 2023. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Bundoran, County Donegal. So much preparation went in, so much thought so many nerves. I'd like to tell you that I lost weight, but I definitely put it on because I feel so bloated. I haven't worn tight jeans in three weeks. It's to do with the summer. It's to do with copious amounts of alcohol, barbecues, bad food. And do nerves make you bloated? Do nerves put on weight? They surely should take it off, but I feel it's put it on. Maybe I've done too much comfort eating. So last week was all about the preparation for this week and other stuff as well. Bit of a mad one. How do I summarise three days of madness? It started on Friday afternoon when I left my home house in Glenaidon County Leitrim to drive to Bundoran for the entire weekend. I was staying in the Great Northern Hotel any locals will know that Glenade to Bundorn is only around 10-12 minutes with no traffic. A lot of people were questioning, why were you staying in a hotel for the full weekend when you've a bed 10 minutes up the road for free? Because people would fucking wreck your head. That's why I needed my own space, my own time, my own cocoon of safetyness in the Great Northern Hotel. And also, not just people, pretty handy to be able to walk back after you've done your gigs. Pretty handy to have a can on the way down into town. It's class. I got more of the festival experience staying in the hotel than I would have at home. And I'd done it last year. I'd done it this year. And hopefully I'll be doing it next year as well. So on the Friday, I drove from Glenea to stay there in the Thursday night to Bundorn. And the first dramatics of the weekend was that I couldn't find my wallet. Where the fuck did I put it? I know I had it coming from Atlow on Thursday night. I know that I was in a shop at 12 o'clock, so it hadn't been out of the car since then. No, I hadn't brought it into the house. Oh, jeez, maybe it was back in the house. Oh, looked down one side of the seats, looked under the seats, lifted the rubbish, no sign of it. Pulled in on a little side road, got out of the car, opened the boot. Oh, I know where it is now. It's in the glove compartment. Hop back into the car, get in, open the glove box. There it is. Thank God of cards and cash for the weekend. Drove away, back onto the main road. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, for fuck's sake, I never close the boot. Hop out of the car, run round to the back of it, go to close the boot. The car takes off. Oh, for fuck's sake, I never put on the handbrake. (laughs) Run after the car, hop in, pull up the handbrake, get out again, put down the boot, get back in again, drive down the road. And that wouldn't have happened only for nerves and the big weekend that was ahead of me. On the Friday, we were doing the radio show from the Phoenix Tavern. If you're not familiar with Bundorn, I don't expect you to be if you're not local. You have the Phoenix Tavern, and then you have the Dome Nightclub, 
attached to it, but it's at the back of it. So maybe you've drove through Bundoran 10 times and you never knew where the dome is. That's where it is. It's at the back of the Phoenix. And that wasn't just a base for me for the weekend, but a lot of the festival people, because it was the closest pub to sea sessions. So it was like your last stop and your first stop afterwards. And the place was hopping from Friday evening all the way through until the wee hours of Monday morning after the festival. Sea Sessions used to be in what is known as the Beach Car Park in Mundorn, but this year, for reasons that are not fully known to me, they moved it to a field in Tullin Strand. And it was actually great. A lot of people were sceptical of the move at first. Change is bad. Let's never change. But anyone I was talking to, the only complaint that they had was that it was a little bit more walk from the pubs and town to Tullin Strand. But apart from that, everyone was very joyous about it. It's quite cool. All the stages are accessible from each other. The bars are there. People thought it was a good, decent setup. And so did I. So done the radio show from 3 to 6 on Friday. And that's where the drama and the madness started. People coming up and wishing you luck. And what time are you on it? And are you playing here tonight? And... And and fielding questions and doing photos and shout-outs. And there was one girl, a shout-out if you're listening, you were lovely, telling me how much she loved me on Alan Clark's podcast. I got quite deep and philosophical and told some very personal stuff on that podcast. And she was very happy with it. And she kept telling me how great it was. And her ditty fell out. Friday, ten past six. Diddy's out already on the Friday. Yeehaw! Sherlock, festival atmosphere, isn't she entitled to have her ditties out? It was accidental, by the way. She wasn't like, oh my god, Dave Duke, I love you and Alan Clark's podcast, I'm going to get my ditties out. It was accidental, festival attire, sometimes it doesn't cover everything, and it happened. But that was the tone set for the weekend. So on Friday when I was done my show, I'm free Friday night, this is where I can fully embrace the festival... I'm not going to get hammered. I'm not going to get sloshed. I'm just going to ease myself into it. Massive gig on Saturday night in the Dome. Massive gig at Sea Sessions on Sunday. Don't be dying for the weekend, Dave. You've prepped to do. You've things to concentrate on. But bollocks here. Got lit to the tit. I didn't think I had drank that much. I was eating. I was pacing myself. But Heineken, someone has texted me apologies. That's very unprofessional on me. It's uh, Neve getting out for giving out to me for not putting down the toilet seat. So you think I'm a rock star, uh, but I'm not. I'm far from it. Reality comes at you very quickly. Phone is on silent. Let's carry on. Dave Duke got hammered on Friday night. Like a bollocks. I was going home at one o'clock when the festival was done. And I met my cousin and other people and they were like, come on, we go to the dome. Let's go to that dome. I was like, no, let's not go to the dome. But I ended up in the dome nightclub. And at half four, I was still talking shite to Paul Byrne, who was staying with me on Friday night. Talking pure and utter scutter. So Saturday, I was wrecked. Wrecked, so I was. Dying. And also, I have realised I can't drink Heineken anymore. That stuff does awful things to my insides. I was barely able to leave the toilet all day Saturday. 
Heineken, what have you put into your luscious liquid and your green bottles to do this to my insides? So Saturday was Corona and vodka only. Yes, lads. I had to drink some Corona and vodka. I know I've went on the mad one before about not drinking vodka. But it was either that or be back on stuff that made my insides turn outsides. Saturday, done a lot of preparing on Saturday. I went into the Dome. They had what our CDJ 3000s in for the weekend for the DJs. And that was the decks that was at the Astoria stage at C-Sessions on Friday. So I knew what I would be playing on. I would be familiar with the decks. I also needed to time out my set because I was on from eight to half nine. I need to make sure that I haven't too many tracks, too little tracks, that I know how this is going to start. I know it's how it's going to finish and it's going to be an hour and a half. So I done that late Saturday evening and ran up to Becky Hill because I had to come back down to the Dome to do a gig. Got some of Becky Hill, got some chit-chatting, got some shite. And then my special guest on the night, thank fuck, Alan Clark picked me up from the festival site. He came down, sobers the judge, picked up Jamie, who was iRadio's videographer, and he was videoing my weekend and videoing bits for social. And you might have already seen some bits on Insta or TikTok. He came with us to the Dome, and the place wedged out. Wedged out. There hardly was a sinner in that place at half twelve, and by one o'clock, that place was lifting. So we had a massive time for about an hour and 15, 20 minutes. We lifted the roof of the place. And I'm trying to fucking convince Alan Clark to come and do more gigs. He's hesitant. It was his first time touching decks and twiddling knobs in seven years. And the demand is there that we go and give the people some 80s, 90s, noughties vibes. Oldies, the besties, give it out to them. Lapped it up on Saturday night in Bundoran, they did. But I'm still a work in progress. Alan is still a work in progress, of trying to convince him. Not to go back DJ in full time, but I'm like, let's do something. Clark and Duke, let's do some other places. We cannot let the magic of Saturday night fizzle out by us not doing something. So I'm trying to convince Alan Clark after Saturday night to come and get going. Fuckers was sweaty. Sweaty Bettys we were. There were towels there and every one of them was used because we were soaking. Got up Sunday and the nerves truly started kicking. They were there from the whole weekend. But Sunday it hit different. Me and Jamie... Travelled in the car together. He was videoing bits. Wanted to get some behind the scenes. We went up into Kinloch. I brought him to my home house in Glenaid. I showed him Glenaid Lake. We called a few sheep. Uh, it was like a mini documentary. Of the day of the gig. And. It was just a clock watching exercise on Sunday. Neve came up. Checked into the hotel. Got the artist wristbands. Organised transport. So in the Great Northern Hotel, there's a green room slash holding pen for the artists. Most of them are staying there. So went into the green room, 
an hour before set time. And I looked at the artist times for that day, main stage, North Shore stage, Astoria stage. And on the Astoria stage, my time was not eight to half nine. It was now nine to quarter past ten. So I inquired with one of the liaison officers that was there for the artists. I'm not calling my artist, by the artist, uh, by the way. I'm not an artist. I might have a wristband to say that I am. I might have been dealing with the artist liaison people. But you get what I mean. The people who look after the people that's playing at the festival. Said it to her and she was like, oh, uh, which one are you? And I was like, Dave Duke, story stage. My original set time was eight to half nine, but that says nine to quarter past ten. She was like, I'll check momentarily for you. And she takes out a spreadsheet on her phone and she looks, oh, sorry, those times that are up are completely wrong. And she grabs the A4 sheet of paper off the wall and she crumbles it up and fucks it in a bin. And she was like, no, you're still on at eight. Sound. Time is ticking now. Neve goes to the toilet at a terrible time. Everyone is entitled to pee. But at this time, it was a very bad time to go. But then again, she didn't want to be going in a port cabin or a port loo So off she went. And the fella who drives the bus up and down with the artist was like, come on, time is money, we gotta go, we gotta go. He was trying to be calm, but also be forthright that we needed to go, but also being respectful. I understand he has a complicated job. He needs to make sure that the artists get there. And there are more important bands and people than me doing a set at the Astoria stage. Gathered the troops. Down we go. Backstage. We meet the fellow that is looking after the DJs on site. Looking after the Astoria stage. And the first words he says to me are, Well, how are you getting on? Have you been told about your set time? I said... I might have been, but what do you know? He says, you've been changed from eight to half nine to nine to quarter past ten. Fuck. Sake. Weeks of planning. Practiced the whole entire hour and a half set yesterday to make sure everything was all right. Stressing. And then the blink of an eye, you're an hour later and you're 15 minutes less. But I had the work put in, the preparation done. So to this, this was a walk in the park. No bothered head. I'll just have another couple of drinks and I'll be a wee bit calmer. So there's this surreal hour and a half behind the set, behind the stage. Because they were there at half seven for eight. So now we have an hour and a half to wait rather than half an hour. And I just have two USB keys with me. So I can't open the laptop and just pick out some of the tracks that I'm not going to play or maybe bring in some other tracks in case the DJs before me played them. I'm done so. All I can do is wait and walk about and go to the toilet five or six times and have a couple of bottles of Corona and pass the time until nine o'clock comes. And so we'll go from there. And that's what we did. I put it up on social. More people made their way up. And then it's stage time. Five minutes to go, Duke. Great. Now you're on. Get up on that stage. Plug in your USBs. Oh, fuck. These aren't the decks that were here Friday. These aren't the decks that I was practicing the set on last night. These are different decks. There were CDJ 2000s. 
I rehearsed the entire set on CDJ 3000s. To DJs, this will make sense, but I'm only a recent convert from Tractor to Pioneer, and things weren't totally familiar with me on these decks. So that was a bit nerve-wracking at the start. Then I had to try and figure out what tracks I'm not going to play. And we went from there. And the tent was hopping. It's like a fever dream. There were people there that I hadn't seen in Yonks. There were complete strangers to me and I was complete strangers to them. And we had a fucking whale of a time. From nine to quarter past ten on Sunday night. The Coronas were playing at the same time. The Merry Wallopers were on at the same time. But it didn't matter. People stuck it out and enjoyed it. And I'm on a high ever since. One of the best weekends DJing in all of my life. And it was quite emotional after I was done. Because I knew for months that I was playing. I really started to prep three, four weeks out. The entire week before that was consumed. Every minute outside of iRadio work was put towards this set and putting it together and make sure I could be the best I could possibly be on the day. And then the blink of an eye, it's done. You are finished. Your race has been ran. Best of luck, Ted. Fucking hell, what a feeling. To look out and see... Hundreds on front of you, enjoying the tunes that you're playing and screaming and hollering and going, oi, 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 oogie, 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 oi, oi, oi. I was contemplating whether to play the Bop Bop Baby Boss or not. Some people fucking despise it. Some people absolutely lose their mind over it. And then there are some in between that's like, I'll take it or leave it. And I made a last second decision that I'd finish the set with the Bop Bop Baby Boss so last second to last track finish out with that then a little bit of silence and then I hit the boss bong actually we can do better than that can't we we absolutely can a bit of noise in the tent oh is he finished is he walking off stage who's next and then Oh my fucking god. He's fucking doing it. Get on the bus. The Baba Baby Bus. Tent loses their shit. Some people singing the Venga Boys lyrics. But so many people knew the Baba Baby Bus lyrics off by heart. Quite astonishing. Quite amazing. Great feeling. I need to start producing music now if I want to get anywhere further in this DJ game. I'm going to take a sip of water because I've spoken quite a lot. (sighs) Lovely water. How do I summarise the weekend? I'm lost for words at just how well it went. Of course, I'm super critical of anything I do, so there were some mistakes that I'd done in the mix. Uh, There are some tracks I wouldn't play again, but as sets go, it was pretty solid. 
I even got a message from a fella who told me he can't fucking listen to me on the radio. He's seen me in other nightclubs before and he can't understand why he doesn't enjoy it. But that that set on Sunday night absolutely blew his mind. Blew him away. It was a very emotional message. I got a few messages then on the Monday. You were the best set of the weekend from people who I didn't know. I love people who I know telling me nice things. It's it's brilliant. But a complete stranger telling you, wow, that was class. Well done. You should be proud of yourself. That kind of hits different because they're not invested in you. I, yeah, it's, I could I could ramble on for ages. I already have. But I've wanted to do C-sessions for so long. That festival is 15 years old. I have been at nearly every single incarnation of that festival from it being absolutely tiny in the beach car park, you know, maybe 2,000 people to 5,000 people to 7,000 people to whatever was there over the weekend of Mondorum. I've been there every step of the way. So to finally walk on a stage, the Astoria stage, at a really good time on Sunday and have the gig that I had for an hour and 15 minutes, I take great pride in that, and I take great joy in that. Where to now? Onwards and upwards from here. Sha-la-la-la-la-la-la-la, eh, eh. Sha-la-la-la-la-la-la-la, eh, eh. Sha-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Where will Dave you go next? There's some really nice videos and photos on my Instagram, if you haven't already seen them. Go check them out. Mr. Dave Duke. Instagram, Mr. Dave Duke. TikTok. Jamie even got a photo of me coming out of the toilets with a load of toilet paper stuck to my shoe. Secretly raging. But it's truthful of what happened over the weekend. So, as you might know by now, I'm a truthful kind of guy. Let's do the gospel. And then let's do some questions. A gospel from Dave Duke to the loyal listeners of the Dave Duke podcast. Today's gospel is on hotels. Dear hotels, you fuckers need to get your shit in gear. Stopping serving breakfast at 10 o'clock of a weekend in a hotel? Are you mental? Breakfast should go until at least 11 o'clock of a weekend. Fair enough during the week. 10 o'clock, all right, okay. There's less demand for a later breakfast. But you, hotel, catering to festival goers, stopping serving breakfast at 10 o'clock, is nothing short of a war crime. Ah, yes, but checkout is at 11 o'clock, Dave. Fuck off. Well, at least do half ten then, so meet me somewhere in the middle. I don't care if it's buffet or made to order. 
I do have a preference, cook to order, but I'm not fussy. But 10 o'clock breakfast of a weekend in a hotel and me paying great money to stay here is just not on. So that's like stopping lunch at 11 o'clock. It's just mental, isn't it? Hotels, get your shit together. We're paying enough money to stay in ye. You can do breakfast for an extra hour. That is today's gospel, according to Dave Duke. Questions, and there are many. I'll try and answer as many as interesting ones as possible. Donegal Rally or C-Sessions? Well, Eamon, I've answered that. C-Sessions, didn't I do three days there and I didn't go to the Donegal Rally at all? I'm a bit disappointed in myself. But, sure, look. Sean Marin also asked, did you go to the Donegal Rally when you were up in Donegal? Sean, I don't think you know how close I live to Donegal. When I was doing the show in Mundorn from 3 to 6, the radio show, there were stages happening 15 minutes away. And I'm 10 minutes from Mundorn. So I was, if C-Sessions wasn't on, I would have been at the rally Friday, Saturday and Sunday. But fucking C-Sessions. You gotta love it. Rad Don, how was the come down after C-Sessions, mentally and physically? It was, oh, how do I describe the come down? Coming off stage to play in, after playing to that many people. And in the grand scheme of things, there was no slaying or three arena. But it was a lot of people, regardless, at a festival. I was walking around in a daze for about 10 or 15 minutes. I didn't really want to leave the backstage area. Kind of wanted to hang about, soak it all in. I don't know if I was ready to face the world. Ideally, I would have liked five, ten minutes completely on my own. Solitude, just to take in everything that happened. Because that's how most gigs go. Wherever I'm playing across the country, I'm usually on my own. Whether it's the best night of my life or the worst gig I've ever had in my life. There is a period of reflection, whether that is in the car or the hotel room, where I never got to have that on Sunday night. That's the only tiny, minute complaint I would have, is that I didn't take myself away for 10 minutes and let nobody speak to me and just take in what had just happened. Uh, Physically, the come down hasn't been as bad as I thought. I have got sick after so many festivals, you wouldn't believe it. But I tried to look after myself a little bit better over the weekend, eating right, getting Diorolite into me, getting Revive Active. So mentally, I was brought down to earth pretty quickly. Because most of the people I deal with in my life don't really give a shit. (laughs) At the end of the day, you go home to your home house and your aunt is there and your grandmother's there and your day after the biggest, one of the biggest gigs of your life and they're telling you about who's dead. You don't belong coming down to earth when you're being given the whole rundown of who's sick and who's dead in the parish. Oh, um, have you any turf? No, I don't. Thank you for your question, though, Sean. There's a great question here that I'm going to hold till next week because I feel I deserve, you deserve this to be answered a little bit more comprehensively. Do you ever worry you'll fall out with Fanula but have to pretend that you get on great? That's an 
Excellent question. Books, booze, baking. Aidan Cleary is wondering... By the way, I'll get back to that question next week. I'll have a more better answer than rambling on right now. Books, booze and bacon. Have you ever played Gaelic football? If so, were you any good? Ask Gavin. I was a fucking elite goalkeeper, Gavin. Elite! Actually, no. That's a lie. I was an elite shot stopper. But I was a piss poor kick outer. My kickouts were poor. My shot stopping and fielding high balls was good as any goalkeeper in the country. Just my kickouts let me down. I should have tried a little bit harder and got more coaching, but I done the best I could. JJ asks, any future goals? Congrats on the C Sessions gig, by the way. Thank you, JJ. I have loads of goals. My goals never stop. Money after the weekend, and I'm trying to convince Alan Clark to do more gigs. Clark and Duke, let's get something on the road. I want to win more Imro Radio Awards this year. They're very, very, very difficult to win. I've been nominated loads of times. I've had thirds. I've had seconds. I finally got a first last year, and now I'm hungry for more. So I'd love to win another Radio Award this year. I'd love to do bigger gigs. I would love to develop this podcast a little bit more. I would love to grow my following on social media a little bit more. But all of these things take time. Sometimes you have to be patient. Other times you have to be like a maniac with something and just get it done. It's hard to juggle everything. But JJ, there are goals after goals after goals. Next year I wanted to be bigger again and bigger again and bigger again. Just building year on year. 2022 was the best professional year of my life. 2023 is going to exceed last year. Everything going well. 2024, I wanted to exceed 2023. But it takes a lot of work and a lot of luck as well. We will finish on Neve Rogers' question. Apart from yourself, who was your favourite you saw perform at C-Sessions? Ah, Becky Hill is decent now, lads. Becky Hill... Becky Hill has bangers. I loved Hannah Lang as well. She was class on the Friday. Who else did I like? I didn't actually get to see as many acts as you'd think I would. Talking shite and getting photos and drinking. Bollocksing. I, if I was to do it again next year, I would make sure that I'd see a lot more acts on the Friday and the Saturday. But life gets in the way and preparation gets in the way and work gets in the way and... I had still enjoyed the weekend. Just it's a pity I didn't see a few more acts. On that note, we will continue onwards and upwards and I will answer next week. Do you ever worry that I'll fall out with Fanula on iRadio and I'll have to pretend that I, we get on great, a bit like Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby? I will answer that as the first question next week. But for now, thank you so much once again for all the five stars that people have given this podcast. You are a classy bunch. And if you've given this one, thank you. If you haven't already, could you consider it? And join the 144 five-star reviewers on Spotify. If not, that's all cool. That's okay. We'll talk again soon. Take it, Savage Hand. Hey.